Hello everyone, welcome to the Homegrown Wisdom Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On this podcast, me and my guests will be sharing some surprising truths and little nuggets of wisdom that have helped us personally. And we'll be exploring some interesting quotes and topics based on personal development, healing and human psychology. I'm your host Katana and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode one. Today we'll be exploring our fixation on success and failure and how we can move beyond this to live a happier life. This episode was sparked by a conversation with my friend joining me today on a line from the poem If by Rudyard Kipling. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. Now we do want to be fully engaged in life, whether that's the high of the success or the lesson of the failure but not be so taken for a ride, whatever the outcome may be. Obviously, this is easier said than done. And if you're anything like me, you're probably wondering, what is it that's beyond success and failure? And um, is working for success such a terrible thing? Rather than not working for or enjoying success, it's about our mindset beyond the outcome. Joining me today is my lovely friend and guest, Nikita. And we've had many interesting conversations over the years. And I thought, who better to be the guest on my podcast? I hope you enjoy these little snippets of our conversations and thank you for listening. Part one, what does success and failure mean to me? But no, I think what you were saying, it just, there's so many thoughts that popped in my head that, and all of them came through in our, in our own conversation. But I think just to kick things off, your first point about what they mean to me. See, I see it as this way. I see it as when I'm successful and I know I've consciously molded myself to generate that success where I felt in control of that success. It wasn't by fluke. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. I genuinely enjoy that moment. Mm. Now, when it's a failure, usually what used to happen before is I was, I used to be in a state of denial. I used to think, yeah. I used to compare myself to others, still do, mm. and think that they could do it. Why couldn't I, you know? And Exactly. It, and it, I think everyone, most people listening to this will agree We've all experienced that at some point. And I think it's exactly that exactly. powerful hold it has over us that's so important to talk about. Um, I think exactly. especially a lot of people who are who grow up kind of very focused on academics as well and very kind of, um, even our identities or our kind of our worth can be attached to that actually, um, how we win, which is why sometimes we can be in denial and compare ourselves to when we lose. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, sorry, go on, continue. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's true because, you know, you see people getting pulled down mm. from the from the failure and equally their head going way high into the sky with the success you yeah. know uh, both ways um but I think easier said than done I mean I still I still give a lot more weight and importance to my success yeah and spend less time relatively on yeah. you know focusing on the failure and what went wrong but I, I think and that's years of conditioning almost you know exactly it's, you can't just exactly. we want to overnight be like a monk you know and just kind of um be neutral <laughs> and but it's not like that and I think um this kind of um, we I think we talked about detachment as well you know it's not that you don't feel the success or the failure and you're kind of um you're not with your emotions it's almost that um they don't control you so something like um you're steady like you know you have that calm sense of uh, I think that's what you said like you're you're like um unwavered by it Um, you um and that's a different kind of happiness and beyond success and failure where you can um you know winning something you're pleasant it's very pleasant you enjoy it but then 
when you fail, it's not like you've like you know you're on the top of the mountain and then you suddenly fall and crash down right oh, to the bottom. Exactly. And I think, exactly. and if we link it back to this poem, actually, maybe that's exactly what it is. This is why um, we need to treat those two imposters just the same. Um, we think the world of them, you know, that it's their whole our whole world is just about winning and losing, isn't it? Really, I think it is, and um, I think this year actually, especially with the pandemic, is where I kind of learned. Um, yeah. I think a lot of us were more reflective in this time and kind of sure. battling with our demons or whatever. <laughs> so, um, literally, yeah, literally, mm. it's Absolutely. that silence as well, and that kind of um, having the lack of being able to do the activities that you usually do. It just naturally makes you kind of think over a lot of things and no definitely I think um success and failure is something I've really thought about a lot and I think we kind of connected on that as well didn't we because um I like how you yeah. said that about you know the what the success and failures kind of do to you you know right right and I like how you know because I think it's important to start things off from there like where are we at right now yeah in terms of our state of mind with those two words mm -hmm. and like what do we want in the future I think to be honest you know when you use the word detachment yeah um so that was kind of the thing I think was the obstacle for me at the beginning that how can you just detach yourselves from these things yeah you know um it gives like know, a false sense of the word I think detachment it makes it seem cold almost yeah. but it's not you know yeah exactly exactly and I think you know, it kind of leads me back to that thing about the whole impact bias thing that, you know, in studies as well, like, again, I learned this from a Bollywood actor, but um, surprise, surprise, but the, the, the <laughs> thing that he was saying was um, how people who... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I knew this would happen. It's okay. <laughs> we held up for so long. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, oh, wow. How did we get this far, man? Yeah, yeah. well... <laughs> yeah so anyway, this uh actor guy uh said that uh not actor guy that sounds so derogatory <laughs> actor yeah. said um that you know we obviously we preempt over exaggerate a particular outcome whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing but you'll see in studies like psychology and studies that in research that people eventually six months later are are basically back to the state of happiness they were in yeah you know i've seen that too happened. yeah yeah it's yeah, actually so, so it's like mind blowing almost because if you like yeah. if you really deep it as we usually do, <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's so many things that we like kind of obsessively go after, you know, and this is all of us, you know, this uh, the money, um, like a perfect partner, the romance, um, the material things, um, success from our careers, and to think that yeah. those things actually don't. Um, so your baseline of happiness will just go down after a while. Um, so you yeah. get those successes and um, after a while it goes back to the set point. And there's actually other things that will um, kind of increase your um, happiness in the long term, but it's different to what we think. Um, exactly. And I think that is exactly beyond success and failure. So as long as we focus on success and failure, I think we're missing out a lot on um, what life can offer us and how we can increase our well-being in a more kind of organic way. Part two, the growth mindset. You know what you said about the, when you experience like a, like a successful event and you attach this importance to it and it makes you feel happy. And yeah. then when, the thing is, it is, it is from research, they have shown that you've reached back to that state of mind. But I think to give this more, more of a, of a, what do you call it? Um, 
to give a more tangible example to this, because I feel like it'll demonstrate my point better. Like, for example, right now, suppose I've joined in this, I was telling you about this association, this medic association, um, yeah. where you get to network with lots of Indians and we've particularly, we've particularly put a focus on culture and arts, right? Yeah. And this is something that a friend of mine and I have wanted for the longest, longest time, yeah. pretty much for the entire duration of like our academic career. So for me, it's from my first degree that we did together till doing medicine now. Yeah. Now, I attach a lot of importance and happiness to this particular event that's happened, right? Yeah. And 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 now if I take the study that we're talking about, or yeah. studies um, that have said that once you experience that triumph, six months later, that same person will be the state, same state, uh, state of happiness that they were before the event happened. Yeah. And I find that very difficult to apply yeah. to your life. I totally understand. I'm not sure whether... You've hit on a really important you know, point, yeah. And I think, so what the kind of conclusion I came to was so you know you have that was a really good example for you and I have those examples as well where um I was really kind of happy about that triumph and I think the difference is the kind of just the kind of sheer volume of importance you put onto it so you you kind of enjoyed obviously you know you worked hard and you were networking you obviously reached that goal and that's really amazing right so then we should be happy with our results but I think um, say someone say if you think of it the opposite way uh, that you were you didn't get that role um, yeah. I think that's where it really shows whether you were putting too much importance onto that because it's like did it actually sink you to rock bottom that you didn't get it like it yeah. felt like your life was over as you as you knew it um, your confidence fell I think when it um, when it's like that it's kind of um, we're thinking about it incorrectly See, I think for me, I think you're looking at it as like an opportunity. You're like, oh, um, I'm really excited how this goes. And when you think of, um, like, you know, you say in a growth mindset, um, how yes. can I grow from this? Or what more could happen? You're almost kind of anticipating it. It's exciting. Um, that kind of, um, I think that's looking at success in a different way as opposed to um, now that I've achieved this, this validates me as a person you know right and right. that is the distinction i think that's important so that's if perfect. you yeah if you're thinking like um for example in the past um if i didn't i had a, i mean i i do this to today as well to to this day but um holding yourself to a really high standard um you know getting those grades and you have to get exactly like that and um that it was an incorrect kind of way of looking at it because it was kind of like if i didn't get those grades it's i don't feel validated um uh, and didn't feel smart i didn't feel like uh a worthy person whereas sure. now if I kind of um underachieve a little bit it feels like well it just doesn't feel like end of the world like when I after the third or fourth time um for example I'm attempting a project um it's obviously if something's new it'll be challenging obviously there's so many different things that can happen um and instead of kind of being completely down the box that it didn't happen exactly how I envisioned and it wasn't perfect result um when I do eventually get that success I can think, oh, I'm, I'm happy about the process, you know. Um, yeah. I work really hard. I learned so much um, and I eventually got there. Um, even if I failed this time, actually, of course, you know, f failure isn't nice. I mean, let's be real. Like, no. it, it's no. never, it doesn't feel good. But I think once it completely destroys you, I think that's when it's a problem. So yeah. I, I that was such a good point because I think I always think that, like, um, how can I, you know, you read about in Buddhism a lot about detachment, Hinduism as well, actually. Um, yeah. about having this kind of um, detachment isn't like coldness or not being involved in life you're actually very involved in life but it's kind of you're not so stuck on the outcome you're not so attached to that you don't have yeah. to have things a certain way 
And I think yeah. that's just really profound, isn't it? Like you, you can actually really, just yeah. um, let things be a certain way and just kind of um, ride the wave. So I find this really difficult, as I said, still, but I'm really starting okay. to change a little bit and not be so, you know, success and failure. That, that dictates my whole life. And I actually do think they're imposters. They really are. And um, they're imposters yeah. in a way that you think that they're going to completely rule your life if either happens yeah. it will determine whether and uh, you know what you talked about the impact bias was so important you know we mm-hmm. completely overestimate and kind of the effect it will have on our long-term kind of life but it really doesn't make a massive it difference make- I don't know if you have an example or anything you want to add on that because I think you know I, I feel like you know all of what you've said just now has raised so many like highlighted so many things for me The I like the word word that use process because I think that's the first thing like if people focus on the process rather than the outcome first of all I think that's the key because regardless of the outcome you know you've you've taken what you can from it that's a hard pill to swallow though it's so hard to swallow for sure because like yeah because you want something so bad so if I go back to my example of how we've become a part of this association now this is a big thing for us because it's not just a on a small scale it's a national scale and yeah. it can't get any bigger than this in terms of a success there's a lot us, um, like, riding as on individuals it. yeah yeah there's a lot riding on mm. it and and it's just you know it's it's a big dream come true so it has a lot of weight to it but right but at the same time suppose um what you were saying this whole process has been really fun and i think what really is of relevance especially to celebrities is that nothing lasts forever yeah and i think that's also links into this that despite you having that success you've achieved it suppose but you should be satisfied we should have the knowledge and awareness that this isn't going to last forever and my happiness happiness shouldn't depend on this forever yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'll enjoy i'll be in the moment i'll be present yeah i'll enjoy that moment and then when it doesn't happen then i yeah. can still enjoy myself you know in different ways yeah and also everything is relative you know like suppose <laughs> exactly. i've never heard of this association right mm-hmm. it doesn't mean i wouldn't have been happy you know and now that i have it i'd think oh i wouldn't be happy if i didn't have it it's just it's just a it's very confusing if you start yeah. thinking that it's way. a kind of fixed um, way of looking at things isn't it it's this or that and that rigid yeah. mindset I think um once you can be a little bit more flexible um it just kind of frees up so much kind of energy and space to do different things and I think we really underestimate and I definitely did of how much um kind of a flexible mindset and not just kind of saying you know um I'll be more accepting of this but actually like living that and kind of um, becoming more um, accepting of like imperfections or something's not a certain way you know if you make a couple of mistakes um, you don't count that as a massive failure or like yeah. a, a mark on you you know um, exactly I learned that from a lot of other people I actually admired and I saw them that they ironically got further didn't they um, they were not so fixated on success uh, and failure I saw that the people that I've seen that kind of um, get the furthest in terms of what their mission is or whatever um, they're not so fixated on success and failure and I like you know how you said that um, to be in the moment and to kind of um, enjoy the process to get what you can out of it part three accepting the messy process and self I feel like yeah I mean what you said about the ride like getting carried away with it yeah. you know either way if you ex- experience for example I think what I struggle with one thing I've overcome is like so you imagine they're both on a on a balance so just you have two options of success and failure so with failure it's easy to get bogged down with it like for example I couldn't come to terms with doing some basic thing that everyone else could do and I couldn't do it and I had a long time struggling with that concept oh yeah and then eventually eventually I came to terms with like 
yeah, so everyone's an individual. I couldn't do it. I mean, if we could all do the same things, then what is the difference between any of us? Right. So, you know, that's what I kind of, that, so that was, you know, one thing. So I thought, right. And it's so liberating when you think that way. You're it not is. in a state of denial anymore. And you're like, this is what it is, man. Yeah. And then you move to, now this is what I'm struggling with now. So, so when I, I'm experiencing success in something and I think to myself, Wow. And, and I think it's also like we were discussing the Zodiac as well is a huge thing I'm into. And we were yeah. recently talking about it. One of the characteristics, I think, uh, of, of being a Leo, at least what I feel intrinsically, is being arrogant about the success. Yeah. Like I still feel it right now. Mm-hmm. I still feel like, wow, I'm doing something that no one else is doing. Yeah. Wow, I'm happy about something that this, this is a rare moment. Like we're one of the few people who's doing this, right? Yeah. And that is creeping into arrogance. Yeah, it's a very fine you know, line, I I've always told um I've always said this to you, Nikita, but I love your openness and honesty about everything because I think um I'm like this too. It's really difficult. Something like jealousy or arrogance. There's certain yeah. negative emotions we find really hard to talk about, but I think it's so important because it's such a normal part of everyone's existence. So I think we all this is the fact that you're considering about you know actually um it is you know bordering a little bit on arrogance, and I had this too, like things that you know you you have worked hard or whatever but then you find yourself being carried away a little bit by it see that's that's where yeah. you have to be careful isn't it this is where that kind of analogy exactly. with the calmness comes i remember thinking actually i think it was um you know i do boxing right so yeah. um obviously um i started off as a complete novice i had no idea what i'm doing and i put in a lot of effort and time into that and you know after years of doing it and kind of working with beginners again you forget isn't it you forget how how much people helped you and how much you struggled at the beginning and I think now I look back that's a kind of mild kind of form of arrogance isn't it because you you kind of um you let this kind of um eventually you know I got better at it but you let that kind of success get to your head and I think yeah and I think the only way that happens is is because you think you're worth something because you're winning so when I made those mistakes I kind of berated myself I was like oh this is wrong um, I should be doing better. I've been doing this so many times. Why can't I do it? Whereas I should have been saying, no, this is fun. This is the process. I'm learning so much. Isn't it kind of, it's kind of exciting, you know, kind of uh, trying to get better and learning these different things. So it's that fixed versus growth mindset. So I totally understand where you're coming from with this. And I really yeah. appreciate your honesty. So sorry, that was just my little tidbit. Yeah. Continue. No, no, no. Not as well. No, no, I, I really appreciate that you're appreciating it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's one of the things. <laughs> I was wondering when we'd start doing this as well. Like, I really appreciate and appreciate and appreciate. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, and um, I don't know Um, if the listeners, you can probably hear that we apologise a lot. And we actually made a pact to ourselves that we'd stop doing it. But, you know, um, habits die hard. So um, maybe you'll see the progression of us apologising less. And, you know, it's something we're working on. For sure. Yeah, like with all the things we're discussing, this is also something we're working on. But I... I think also with um, with things like jealousy you were saying and arrogance and things like that. Again, I see it as this way. I mean, you know, we're not in an ideal world. We're, we're, we're all human. Being human means we've got all these, you know, they talk about these six or seven different emotions that you shouldn't be experiencing, jealousy, greed and lust and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so we are going to feel them. So for me, yeah. I've, I have experienced, I have been arrogant. I still am. And I have experienced jealousy, uh, but the thing is, it's the whole idea is is that we all go through an individual journey or process. Yeah. You know, life is a journey. Ultimately, the goal is that you overcome all of these things. Right. That's the goal, right? You know. So, but having that expectation from the start that I'm not going to, I shouldn't be experiencing all these, these things. 
I think it's just denying your right yeah. of, being, of being human. Exactly. You know, you're not and it's, it just God, halts you so. a little bit because I think yeah. um, there was like a study on how um, obviously the, cent- the centres or parts of the brain, sorry, I won't be very eloquent on this because I've kind of forgotten the details, but there's certain parts of the brain that obviously relate to emotions and there were people who um, had er- uh, damage to those areas and without that, these emotions, they were like literally incapable of making decisions. So oh, wow. like they literally couldn't make a decision. So it just goes to show um, how much we underestimate. We just think of them as an inconvenience, isn't it? Emotions. We're thinking, oh, we kind of shove them away. But it's not right. that we should get overwhelmed by them. Um, but we just kind of have to exactly how you said, you know, accept them as part of our human nature. And um, I guess yeah. it always comes back to success and failure because it kind of stems from that, doesn't it? Those negative emotions as well. Like when we let them get our control anyway, um, not those yes. natural emotions um they kind of stem from looking at success and failure in an incorrect way obviously right. there's loads of other things but I think you know that's kind of what we're talking about today and I think um like imagine how many different things kind of um stem off from that you know um yeah, you know like looking totally. at failure a certain way being very rigid with yourself or perfectionistic um can lead to it's, these kind of emotions you know out it's, of control it's the whole you know be all end all yeah like, you know a fixed mindset that it's just be all end all so if yeah. I'm successful oh, just focus on being successful and that's yeah. it. Yeah, you I'm, let it get I'm to your failure, head. You, failure, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You let it get to your head and it's just like it plays with your mind. So I think it's just, I want to, the thing that really matters for me in all of this, just to make it clear, is that I don't want to deny myself or anybody else of experiencing those things. Yeah. Experience each in its true sense. But yeah, don't spiral, uh, you know. You down. want to be grounded and just experience kind of the, um. so something happens you're pleasantly surprised you're just you're very enjoy it you know as you should yeah but then um I think when you kind of kind of teach on um feeling a little arrogant about it um oh. when it's kind of you kind of link it to your identity you kind of it boosts up your self-esteem so the yeah. problem with that is when it's taken away then you sink back to rock bottom whereas someone who stays neutral yeah. it's like regardless of so these true. extraneous things I can actually be the same so it, these, these things don't depend sure. on it which is why I don't know if you had yeah. that when you had like a um as Kipling says a disaster um which mm-hmm. he says is, a, a, is an imposter as well a mistake mm-hmm. like a little mistake can be so kind of um damaging to your self esteem because sure. because all you put triumph on such a massive pedestal you almost reduce yeah. your um your own worth you know as soon as you don't yeah. have those triumphs and to back you up anymore um yeah. you just magnify those um disasters so that's the thing i don't even want to this is why the the, even the topic of this episode is kind of beyond um trying for disaster because that's our kind of um what i can only speak in personal experience but this obsession with success and failure is kind of what leads to all this and just kind of focusing on how can i grow where do i want to go with this what do i want to learn um what are my goals like that kind of really helps with um taking away from that rigid kind of I need to be a success or I'm not worth anything and I think a lot of people can relate to that you know part four does triumph equate to long-term happiness what you reminded me of also is when uh, when we were talking about this you you pointed out very well that actually you know when you said triumph does that even mean happiness that why do you think triumph oh, means happiness yeah and I was like that's also very true I just it's social constructs in your head you just naturally associate those two things together and they become yeah. one thing triumph so and that, happiness like, it's the same thing you're right it's actually the same thing. I actually yeah. we kind of lean towards that right now didn't we it's funny yeah. how these things happen unconsciously but um we 
we just use it um as the same word victory yeah. is happiness but um beyond kind of winning and losing there's happiness that comes from you know i talked about like hedonism and the pursuit of pleasure oh, yes. so yeah. i did look at a lot of things to kind of think um you know a lot of people in the past philosophers um you know writers or psychologists have looked at you know pursuing what is a kind of a good way to go through life almost um and obviously one of them is hedonism which is the pursuit of pleasure and um that for some part of um kind of history that was kind of that the main thing you know that is the point of life just to kind of seek pleasure um but there's also that you know the flow state there's a kind of different kind of happiness you get from just um growing and kind of being in the element and kind of you know that feeling when you're just completely um in it and you just in it's it's less to do with like being really ecstatic or being really down it's very kind of feels neutral but it feels very it's, it's kind of hard to put into words i don't know if you can explain it with your own um example but it's um the flow state is kind of a different kind of happiness and i think that's uh-huh. what you said rightly beyond um success and failure i think yeah yeah and i think what that links into which i was trying to i was wanting to ask you actually is um when you know, it's been a rare moment in my life where I've experienced that un- unwavering state of mind that we're talking about, where yeah. you're kind of left untouched by what's happening around you. So there's right. an example of that, one of those rare moments where if we take a disaster, for example, that you were referring to before. So, I mean, you could define it as a disaster. Some people wouldn't. I think relatively. I where it's yeah. relatively, yeah. It, yeah. And to be honest, I look back now and it wasn't a disaster because it all yeah. happened for the good, I think. But um, it, so for example, I didn't get into medicine the first time. Yeah. So, so now at that point of time, I would have thought disaster, you know, people, mm. you, you don't get into medicine the first time. Oh my that's God. That's it. Oh my yeah. God. Like, whoa, that's just. I've that's absolutely had those moments in my life, now, you know, this is the end. Like you, you know, honestly think that though, you honestly think like, because so much is riding on it like everything you think is worth anything is riding on that so as soon as you don't get it immediately you're just thinking oh gosh like your your whole everything just collapses i guess doesn't it you're just thinking yeah Mm." but you know the thing so no the thing is so i was speaking more in the general sense that people would probably perceive it that way i think Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah yeah but but personally when that happened i remember not giving a crap about it i was i was quite calm yeah surprisingly i think and that's experience yeah it's experience but also just at that time I just it just happened you know where you're not sinking and you're not like uh, well you wouldn't you wouldn't rise also you know happily oh I didn't get in the first time but yeah you're just kind of floating like oh it happened that's a great example with it you know like an unwavering state of mind that I experienced but I think largely that was due to the fact that I didn't want it for a long time yeah uh medicine what happened in the last one or two years you know right. making that decision to apply so unlike other people who think about it since childhood like yeah. i remember in a podcast another podcast i was doing um a friend on there said that she wanted it since she was a kid and when she didn't get it right it know. was devastating but, so, so obviously it was devastating for her for yeah. me it was like i just made that decision recently so when i didn't get it i was like ah okay yeah uh, but i, I think i want to say also the, there's something about so you can really i guess um there's this goal you have, you really want something, you desire. For example, if you speak of that friend, you know, she's been wanting to do it since childhood. But you can right. you can still want that and not be attached to a certain outcome. So I sure. think, um, you know, although obviously it's different between um, her and you, how, you know, yours is obviously a bit more of a neutral position. You obviously were considering other options, but yeah. um, I think your mindset was the thing that was um, kind of made the difference as opposed to the background of kind yeah. of, you know, where you began with medicine. Um, you kind of 
you weren't so you know how you said you were just kind of floating you weren't so attached to getting in you know because no. only if you really in like your heart of hearts were like adamant that you this is definitely how it's going to happen and we all uh-huh. do this unconsciously you're like you're so sure it's gonna happen you kind of um you're very attached to it you know you're just like this is it has to happen uh-huh. so that's when it completely uh-huh. kind of devastates you Whereas when you're thinking, yeah. okay, I did want this, I'm not going to lie, you know, there's no need to deny it. But at the same time, actually, I'm fine, you know? It's... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it's just also, so beautiful, you know, isn't it? It's like such a relief because I experienced that after relief, actually right? having like a... um, You know how you said in the scenario, usually people would be kind of devastated. I had a scenario like that and I had one afterwards like you yeah. experienced where it was like, actually... I'm fine. And it's experience and that change of mindset, just thinking about success and failure in a different way. So that was a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also the thing is we have a tendency as humans, I've never had this actually, which I think also is why it helped me at the time is we have a lot of foresight or people like to be planners. They like to look 10 years ahead in the future to see where they want to be. Yeah. And the thing is at that time, I just wasn't thinking about how, oh, if I don't get to medicine, fine. I just thought, oh, my mum's found a degree as an option as a gateway to medicine. Right. Let's go for that then. Yeah. And, and that in timeline sense is three more years. Now someone yeah. will think, oh, three more years oh then five years of medicine oh my god eight years in uni and then all sorts of questions like that come my yeah. way still like oh my god eight years. now at that time if I thought eight years is going to be added on to my timeline yeah maybe that would have messed my mind yeah but I just didn't think about it yeah and I think also looking into the future wanting to know what's going to happen can really be a, yeah. like an obstacle to your and you know. kind of willing something to be a certain way. I think that is all. Yeah. That is honestly. I don't want to get like really like philosophical, or, like you know, <laughs> la di da. But um, always willing something to be a certain way is like the beginning of some like disaster. I honestly think that. Um, I think a lot of things in my yeah. life that were that felt kind of really devastating to me, um, was kind of this continual mindset of kind of always having to have things a certain way. And this wasn't actually, I know some people kind of um, want to control what other people are doing or the environment, but this is in regards to myself, you know, I I needed to be a certain way, I need to be, and that leads to a lot of kind of, it, it just makes you miserable, doesn't it? Because it, it takes away like the, the, the fun process of it. And, and when you can look at things yeah. as a challenge or what can I do with this? And as you said, not looking 10 years into the future, you know, this might this, yeah. just focusing on the now, it just makes the world a difference. And um, it just reminds me of, I think... Um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to quote someone, but I don't want to incorrectly quote them. But I think it was Emily Dickinson who said, sure. "Um, um, all there is is all we ever have is now." And I know that sounds yeah. it sounds so simple, but really, it's like you actually don't have anything other than this moment. Like you have the past that's already that's gone right. and the future that hasn't happened, and um, it's just oh, is this something that. Uh, now it's a series of nows or something i really apologize to emily dickinson because wow. i'm completely <laughs> trashing like the recollection of a quote but no, no, you get okay. what i'm saying it's like everything is a series of nows so um this moment again and this moment again um us thinking about the future is just wasting the now um and that really yeah. helped me really kind of getting that into my head helped me kind of stop worrying about the. i mean you could worry about this pandemic now isn't it um, you know, yeah. will this make me um, kind of set me behind or do this or do that? But it's just like, no, this is, we can just use this time now how we can and then kind of go from there and just how exactly. you've been doing with your, you know, um, your degree. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like what you're saying. And I think like like you did, you have to put weight on the now because everyone's thinking about either the past or the future, you know, whether it's to do with age and, you know, wanting to be a certain age and then or wanting 
wanting to have done something at that time, but you don't, you didn't get to do it. You want to do it. All those kinds of things. It's just like, it's a waste of time. I mean, I felt that for so long. I wanted to do all the things I'm doing now when I was in my first degree. Yeah. But also looking back, it didn't happen because I was focusing on my lifestyle then. Yeah. And it's the reason I got and into We can't degree. be this so person now. Regret, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no need to regret. We can't no be this person now. No, exactly. So I think, I think it's just, it's important to be in, in the present. And also, I mean, today, actually, uh, I forgot to tell you this, but, um, my, my mom actually quoted, uh, this, this line, um, by this Indian poet. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it was, it's, it's a, I think it's probably going to be my saying for life now, Yeah. but, um, but it's kind of, it, it's, it's in, it's in this particular like script and language, but the, the statement is, um, it, essentially it means just be, be happy the way God keeps you. That's yeah. basically it. So no matter where I drop you, so suppose I take you and I drop you into another, like suppose if we were born into poverty. Now, now this is incredibly ignorant and I'm not going to make a sweeping statement here. Of course, poverty is, is a horrible circumstance to be in. Right? Yeah. But if you go and look at people who live in way worse circumstances than us, yeah. they look way happier than people who are in the more developed world. Mm. You'll, you'll see that. Yeah. They put bigger smiles on their faces. And I mean, everything's relative, right? They're still happy with so little. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Wherever I drop you, just be happier with what you have. Yeah. And this unwavering state of mind, not taking a big hit by anything, whether yeah. that's success, whether that's failure, just just being unshaken. Yeah. And kind of just, this is, accept- I think people think of acceptance and things like that as something passive. But I think yeah. it's a very powerful thing. It's like you're... Um, you're taking everything as it is and then you're kind of using that and in terms of okay how can I move forward with this what can I do now as opposed to I mean I think what is the point of kind of spending time lamenting oh I wanted to be this way I wanted to be that way or other people like that but it doesn't really matter does it like um oh. again you know you have to be very careful about how you say that because obviously you know um we're uh, you know the fact that we're even sitting here doing a podcast means that we're more privileged right exactly. um but I do totally understand because I've kind of read studies of that too about how, you know, um, clearly, um, you know, there's the set point, obviously, of money that you need to live, you know, money that you need to kind of um, for your accommodation food. But as soon as you get past that, the increase in money doesn't make you happier at all. And obviously, the income is um, increasing income is a massive source of success for most people. But that's why you find a lot of people who are like absolutely loaded and are not happy, you know, because, um, you know, it just doesn't correlate. Like, I'm not again, I I have to be really careful because some people just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I mean, I like money, too. Don't get me wrong. You know, everyone likes it's it's not like that. I'm just saying that um, if we just completely, um, as I said, on success, money. Sorry, go on. Suppose, suppose like you were saying the money thing, like, yeah, like. Suppose if I you had all the money, but then if I told you you didn't have it, yeah. The point is, would you still be fine? Exactly. Perfect. Be, you know. You know. Well, the absence of like, it. That's the main question to me. Yeah. Yeah. Will the absence yeah. of it kind of devastate you almost? So, um, yeah. Again, it's always mindset, isn't it? And I think it's just so interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think the other the other thing is like I I read a specific line of that poet today actually uh, of this poet's um, work today he, yeah. he had this verse where he said um obviously you know religion as well is another topic i'm sure for another day but he basically yeah. said you know we we tend to remember 
this whole context of winning and losing, I yeah. guess, but we tend to remember God when we're upset, yeah. you know, and uh, we tend to forget him when we're happy. Right. Um, you know, but when you remember him, when you're happy, when you've had, when you've been given things that are, you know, great, um, why should you be sad at all? Was, was kind of his statement. And I just thought that was so profound that. Yeah, you're right. That is. And um, like, you know, sometimes the way people pen things are just so um they kind of put things into words exactly how you know a a way you're feeling or like a um a way things should be thought of and then they just kind of say it in that way and just thinking wow that is that is great (laughs) and it's kind of like i mean in terms of the winning and losing thing like suppose you don't get the greatest car you don't get that that promotion or you don't get you know the money or whatever or if you don't get that degree that that mark in your degree um but you know what you have you know, just remember God in that sense that this is what you have. Mm-hmm. And then once you see that, then even a, a, a massive failure, why would you be sad at all? About yeah. It? And yeah. I think also, um, obviously, because we we both have our kind of spirituality, spirituality religion. But yeah. in general, though, you know, if there were people obviously who, who don't believe in God, listeners um, yeah, who are kind exactly. of atheists or, um, you know, whatever their background is, um, it's that... We can all apply this to our life, isn't it? Um, I think some people kind of turn up their nose at things that come from certain things that they don't believe in or is that, but we can sure. all kind of derive wisdom from all things. And I think that is a very profound line about um, about um, happiness and success and failure and how we really look at things. Um, and I think it's always good to reflect on um, not just people who you think, you know, you're putting on a pedestal, but also look at those people who... Um, who have less than you, but, you know, they're having a whirl of a time. So there's something there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's the thing. When we talk about these poems, lines, you know, poets saying certain things, You just, this is the thing. I think what I didn't clock in school, going back to the start of the conversation, uh, in school I didn't clock, obviously you weren't, that these poems actually teach you about life. And I think if kids actually take that on and realise that actually this poem is teaching me about how to lead a good life. Yeah. Imagine the change in the meaning of learning a poem in school. Yeah, I think it's so... Um, and again, you can't really, um, I guess, sometimes blame school. But the way it is True. set out, it's very structured and kind of um, for exams and the outcome. But it's not really exams, yeah. preparing you for life. So again, that's a we always kind of delve into other topics. But yeah. um, that's definitely... But, you know, it's interesting how all this one kind of question can kind of lead to all these different themes so I guess we'll kind of um yeah it's been kind of almost an hour now so I'm I've really enjoyed this conversation but I think we should kind of um our concluding statements would be good like um so the question was what is there kind of beyond winning and losing so if you can give kind of a summary from our discussion what do you think you would tell someone you know about that yeah Yeah. no pressure (laughs) if you could summarize this is what i think even when i'm learning something in like medicine as well if you can summarize it in two or three lines then why learn a whole yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah spend so long on it but no you have to go through that whole discussion to come to one thing which is interesting isn't it but anyway that's right um so i think for me in my head winning and losing you can experience happiness and of course, you can experience sadness. You will, we're human, we will experience that. But I think ultimately, once those things happen, you know, don't allow yourself to spiral either way. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of reach this very unwavering state of mind as we've spoken about. Um, because, because, yeah. You're more than that. You're more than you're that. More That's more what it is. That. Yeah. 
exactly more than that. And and honestly, once you do that, um, once you go through your own journey, you'll realize how liberating it is. We're still growing, but we are getting to grips with this idea. And we're already feeling quite liberated by the idea of hovering a very neutral state of mind. And yeah. also, as just as a side note, mindfulness is all about that, you know, um, yeah. which is a topic for another day. So, yeah, it's it's all about just not taking the hit with anything. Exactly. Enjoy I think mindfulness is definitely something we need to cover as well. Um, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And what about your take on it? Yeah, no, um, I, I totally agree with your point of view. So I think that... Um, how we look at the success and failure. So what is there beyond winning and losing? Um, we need to kind of, what's beyond it is not thinking about those things at all. So, um, and again, the important thing here is to note, we're not ignoring, you know, setting goals and, you know, trying to win and be reach our potential, but it's a kind of, um, everything isn't riding on it for you. So you're, um, you're a competent kind of worthy person regardless. And, um, and, you know, strangely, it makes you, but it makes you a better person, really, and it makes you. It, I like how you use the word liberating. It just makes you more free. Um, yeah. You can actually pursue those things without any fear, because it's not about success and failure. It's about, um, you know, whether you can um, kind of reach all those um, best versions of yourself. Um, and that's not something you can do when you're very fixated on success. And I think success is a side effect. That's how I end it. Yeah. A pleasant side effect. <laughs> pleasant side effect yeah, yeah that's a good way to put it yeah <laughs> okay it's been really great um i've really enjoyed this um and Thanks. we'll do this again in the future and um yeah do you have anything to kind of add at the end i really enjoyed this listen this is the most peaceful conversation i've had in a while <laughs> and i just i just love these kinds of things because we, we've got conclusions in our head by the end of this and i yeah. think yeah i just i just hope people can think this way actually imagine yeah. if the whole world just thought this way yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a really lovely sentiment to end with and I think <laughs> I really this is actually one of the reasons why I wanted to do podcasts I think if you can just kind of help one person you know think a little bit differently how it helped us you know um from how it was how much of a difference it made in our life then you know that would be great yeah so yeah um thank you for listening if you're actually listening this far then I commend you because <laughs> you know that is great <laughs> And I hope to see you there next time.